much for speaking to us. Good evening, Patricia, and to your listeners as well. Okay, so let's let's start with uh, now that uh, you know Advocate Abrams has a quest to the deadline given to him. What happens now? So to be, I haven't had a chance to follow the story today, so I'm not sure has Advocate Abrams submitted. A yes, response? he's made representation. Yes. Um, so to be, so I think the first thing I want to say is that. Um, what we need to focus on is the decision that the president is making. So the pre- decision that the president has asked uh, Advocate Abrams to comment on is really simply whether he should set up an inquiry into Advocate Abrams' fitness to hold office, not whether he should hold the office or not. Now, given if the president does make that decision to hold an inquiry, that Advocate Abrams will be given an opportunity to make numerous presentations, it seems to me that in this particular case the president is simply being overly cautious um, and that it wasn't really necessary for him to ask Advocate Abrams to make a submission. Uh, but the fact that Advocate Abrams has means that the president must now take those submissions into account and then make a decision as to whether to hold the inquiry or not. Mm. The inquiry is really just the first step in the process towards deciding whether Advocate Abrams' term of office should be terminated or whether it should be removed. Okay, Professor Friedman, let's just go back a step. So uh, the letter reads, I hereby afford you an opportunity to make written representation as to why I should not place you on suspension pending the outcome of the inquiry into your fitness to hold office. So um, are you saying that pending does not necessarily mean uh, that there is one underway? Uh, Yes, that's exactly what it means. It means that the President is still considering whether to hold the inquiry or not. What the National Prosecuting Authority Act does do is it does provide the President with that authority, the authority to suspend the National Director while the inquiry is being undertaken. But once again, that's in the discretion of the President, and it's one of the principles of our legal system that whenever a government official, including the president, is going to make a decision that affects someone's rights or interests, then they must follow a fair procedure. And as part of following a fair procedure, they must give the affected person an opportunity uh, to make representations. And I think that that's essentially what the president has done. In so you're saying that it's a suspension further to an inquiry as opposed to uh, that an inquiry will go ahead, but then because he's made representation, he will not possibly be suspended given the reasons that he's furnished. Yes, I think that we need to distinguish between two things. One is the decision to go ahead with the inquiry. The second is the decision to suspend him while the inquiry is going ahead. Um, As I said, I haven't followed the story that closely, but if I understand from what you were saying to me, the representations that the President wanted Advocate Admins to submit were on the question of whether he should be suspended. Pending Um, an inquiry. that That does lie within the President's discretion. He can either suspend him while the inquiry is going ahead or Advocate Abrams can continue in office while the inquiry is going ahead. It's really the President's decision. Although, once again, there's another principle of our law that says whatever decision the President makes, it must be a rational decision at 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 a minimum. So the president would be limited by that requirement in his in exercising his discretion. Mm. So, what would constitute a rational decision? Is it a rational decision in law? Yes. So he would have to look at the um, submissions made by Advocate Abrams, and he would have to look at the, um, I guess, the uh, allegations levelled against him, um, and he would have to come to a decision that is, in a sense 
you know, is rational, is one that uh, is understandable, um, that, one, that is one that a rational person would come to. So according to the MPA Act, is there a time limit or at least time frame within which such an inquiry ought to take place and who should be involved? Um, so so far as I'm aware, there isn't a time frame expressly stated in the Act. Mm-hmm. Um, and who would be involved is normally the President would appoint um, somebody to chair that inquiry. So if we remember back to um, one of the previous National Directors of Public Prosecutions, Mr. Bruce Piccoli, I think uh, Dr. Srini Jinwala was appointed as the chair of that particular inquiry. Um, and, of course, I guess the parties that would be involved would be both, uh, obviously, Mr. Abrams himself, um, those who have, I suppose, lodged allegations against them, um, and then any other interested parties. Okay, then uh, the basis on which we're to understand uh, this fitness to hold office, would it be solely limited to uh, the Gordon debacle? So the, the Act itself sets out a number of grounds on which the National Director can be removed from office. They include misconduct, ill health, incapacity, um, and that you're no longer such a proper person. As I understand it, this does really revolve around the decision to uh, lay charges against the Minister of Finance, right. whether that is the sort of competent decision a uh, National Director could or should make. All right, thank you so much, Professor Warren Friedman of uh, School of Law at uh, the University of Guazulu.